Hey, ladies, welcome back to the show. So today we're going to spend some time talking about loving your body after 40 and why weight loss and losing weight isn't the answer to have that self-love. We're going to talk about more sustainable ways to have that self-love by things like having acceptance, self-acceptance, and gratitude, and overall just having a healthy lifestyle and how these are much more sustainable ways of loving your body after 40. So come listen in. Welcome to the Whole Health Empowerment Project Podcast. This show is for busy mamas like you with a desire for better whole health balance, but you may be feeling overwhelmed and busy and really don't know where to start. Hi, I'm Trisha. I'm a registered dietitian and nutrition coach, and I'm here to walk you through the whole health journey so that you can begin to have more fulfillment in who you are meant to be. In this podcast, you'll learn practical tips to get you started, motivation to keep you inspired, and guest interviews that will empower you to take action. Come join me in failing forward one step at a time into the journey of health, wellness, and self-care. Welcome to your new project. Many women hold this idea that somehow when they get to like this certain weight, so when they lose weight or they get to this like ideal weight that they have in their mind, somehow and miraculously, they're going to have like this over sense of love, overwhelming sense of love for their body. I think that we tell ourselves lies such as like, oh, my life is going to be so much better, or it's going to be so much easier once I lose weight. Or it could be something like, I'll love my body so much more once it gets to the weight that I desire. Or all of my dreams are going to come true when I lose this weight. Does that sound familiar to anybody? (laughs) I've seen women who would be considered obese have much more like self-love and compassion than many women that are a normal weight range. In my own life, I look back at the time when I was probably the most physically active and physically fit and what would be considered healthy. And I don't remember having this overwhelming sense of love for myself or my body. And in fact, I think I was actually punishing myself and you know, by doing things like over-exercising and over-restricting and things like that. So I'm not really sure. I think so much of our self-love is based on our weight and on our appearance. And so I want to start trying to think about ways that we can really be a little bit more unconditional when it comes to loving ourselves, especially after 40. The thing about weight in general and having this idea that we're going to wait to love ourselves, even though I'm sure it's not something that is, that's like on the forefront of our mind. I feel like a lot of times that's just what we're thinking, but we don't really express that thought that we're waiting and the weight loss and achieving that is very conditional. So we are essentially saying to ourselves, like, I'm going to love you when you get to such and such weight whatever that weight is for you. But then I worry because what happens if at some point you don't lose the weight 
or if you do lose the weight and you gain back that weight? Does your mindset about loving your body change now that you aren't at the weight that you desire? So in my practice, I've had, I've had women that have lost like, like a hundred pounds. I worked in a weight loss group and I can't tell you how many people and and less than that, it didn't have to just be a hundred, but there were people that have like weight loss. Right. And so I can't tell you how many people at the beginning of that class would be like, yeah, I'm going to feel all these things. I can't wait till I get to this weight. And then they would get to the weight that they desired and they would not feel that way. They would not feel like this overwhelming sense of self-love. In fact, they would even feel conflicted because they would want all of this weight loss and they so desired it. But then there were new challenges that came with losing weight. And so it could have been excess skin or it could have been for a lot of people, it's that they didn't just magically start loving themselves because, you know, that self-love and self-acceptance isn't something that we practice regular, regularly. So when we're doing the things to get to the weight loss, often we're not putting in that mental workout that really is going to be the thing that gets us to have that self-love. And so I really want to like revisit this sense of like, will achieving the weight that you desire you know, really make your relationship better? Will it make your life easier? Will it make you feel this sense of abundance and self-love? Will losing the weight, you know, will it make all of your dreams come true like you think that it will? You know, I think that weight loss in itself may make you feel much more comfortable in your own skin. It will likely help you feel much more confidence in your ability to move better and walk better. And that I think will be something that would lead to really positive changes in your life. But again, like we just talked about, I think creating and maintaining some form of self-love, it's not going to magically happen when you get to a point that you get to the weight that you desire, because again, it's something that you need to work on. We all deserve to have self-love no matter what our weight is. Will losing weight improve your health and make you feel better? My guess is yes. Will losing weight lower your risk of, you know, obesity-related diseases like heart disease and diabetes? Yeah, 100% sure. Hell yeah, it's going to do that. But will losing weight make you love yourself more? Not necessarily so. So today we're going to talk about, you know, the idea of not waiting to love yourself until you get to a weight that you really think you are deserving of love. So I want to talk about shifting our attention from weight loss and having self-love when we get to the weight that we desire, and instead working on or really shifting our focus away from weight loss and self-love and focusing on more on like, you know, just kind of doing healthy behaviors And then working on that mental shift and that mental exercise of creating self-love and self-acceptance that we have for ourselves, no matter what our weight is. This is a much more sustainable focus. And it will remind you that your weight doesn't define who you are. And, you know, like we've said, your weight isn't going to make you love yourself more. There's, it's just to kind of decrease the gap that we have there. I found a quote that I really love that kind of hones in on this idea. So it's a quote by Chrissy King, and it says, 
If we make self-love or body acceptance conditional, the truth is we will never be happy with ourselves. The reality is, is that our bodies are constantly changing and they will never remain exactly the same. So if we base our self-worth on something as ever-changing as our bodies, we will forever be on the emotional roller coaster ride of body obsession and shame. True that, Chrissy King. So again, that's why we're going to... So what does a healthy lifestyle and mindset not based on the number on the scale actually look like? (laughs) So again, we're talking about reframing the focus on things like good nutrition and getting some physical activity most days of the week and not smoking and not drinking too much alcohol and making sure we get enough sleep. These things are going to have a much greater impact on your health than having the sole focus being on your weight. Together, all of these things are going to have a great impact on reducing risk of diseases. And these are diseases like heart disease and high blood pressure and diabetes and stroke and even some kinds of cancer. And all of these things together help heal and grow, heal and grow your body and help your body fight illness and recover from any illness or injury that you sustain. And all of these things together are going to help increase your energy and maintain a healthy weight. You know, just because you may be skinny with a number on the scale, doesn't mean that you're necessarily healthy. How many people do we know that are skinny that may smoke a lot or may eat really shitty food, right? And how many of those people really have more self-love or feel so great or love themselves more because they're skinny? So I want you to just to kind of reframe the focus in terms of your health and reframing the focus on our total health instead of just having a little piece of our health, like our weight on the scale, it's going to be something that's going to be much more beneficial to our overall health. And it's going to have the greatest impact. In addition to concentrating on things and healthy behaviors that we do, I really want to spend some time talking about the mental health. You know, I feel like that's not something that we ever really talk about when we talk about like, when we're talking about like self-love and we're talking about nutrition and exercise, I feel like this whole like mental part of it is so little in our diet culture that's out there. It's somehow that we're not doing enough or that we're not motivated enough, but there's nothing out there that talks about like having this self-love and this self-acceptance and being grateful for what our body has given us. It's it's this just this mentality of punishment culture. And so I don't know if we're following all that, that we're going to necessarily feel like that we have or that we're deserving of the self-love and self-acceptance that we should have. Because who's going to give it to us? Nobody. We're going to have to get it from within and work on it and develop it. It's not something that we're just born with. And we may have perceptions and ways that we talk to ourselves that have been, that we've reinforced over the years. So we're over 40, like, let's change that. Do you want to keep living the same way with the same negative thoughts and the same negative self-talk that you're doing? Come on, you know, let's spend the rest of our lives doing something better than that and treating ourselves much better than we are now. 
instead of beating ourselves up, let's love on ourselves. So when we talk about the mental mindset here, I'm talking about things like self-love and self-acceptance and gratitude. And again, I'm not a therapist, so I'm going to talk about these in very general terms because again, it's not in my scope of practice. I will include in the show notes I had my friend, Dr. Nancy McGuire, early on in the podcast, she came on and she talked about self-love. So I'll leave that episode in the show notes if you feel like you're inspired and needing an extra dose of self-love and you want to hear from a professional what that means, oh, she's awesome and she's the way to go. So when we talk about self-love, we're talking about an appreciation of your own worth or virtue. And when we talk about self, it means like replacing that voice in your head that's giving you all that negative self-talk with something much more positive. You know, this may even mean saying to yourself things like, I am enough. I am worthy of anything that comes my way. I am deserving. And I love my body for all that it does for me. So it's just having an appreciation of what you're, what you provide to yourself. And again, it's probably not going to be something that comes easy to us. And it's not going to be something that comes easy to us. And it's probably like anything going to be something that you need to practice so that, you know, over time you believe exactly what mantra you're saying to yourself. Self-acceptance is the act of accepting yourself. And this is accepting yourself with all limitations and all, like it's accepting everything, imperfections and all. And this means that you're like loving yourself despite what you see as flaws. And in addition to the things that you love yourself. So it's essentially meaning that you are allowing yourself to be human and that you are loving everything about yourself, even if it's something that you don't like, even if there's a lot of things that you don't like. It's just kind of this idea of being like, I know I'm not perfect. I know I don't always like myself, but I love myself. This is a much more sustainable way of being when it comes to weight, right? So again, weights can change. You can have periods where you gain weight and lose weight. And so then your self-love is based on, you know, if you have gained weight, maybe your self-love is diminished. And if you've lost weight, then maybe somehow that self-love that you have is better. So what is much more sustainable is developing a sense of self-acceptance. So that over time, no matter what your weight is, no matter how your body changes as you get older, no matter any of the elements that you have, you're going to love yourself and be able to accept what's happening with your body. This is a much more sustainable, a sustainable and unconditional way to perceive yourself. Self-acceptance is also how you talk to yourself. And it means that you're forgiving yourself for things that you don't always like. And it's about creating new patterns and behavior to make that different. Self-acceptance looks something like this. I love myself, even if I don't always love all of my traits and all of the behaviors that I do, but I still love myself. Because let's face it, nobody is going to love you as much as you love you. So there's a lot of books. I mean, I can't really do justice with when it comes to self-acceptance because you know, I work on self-acceptance too. I read books on self-acceptance. So I want to challenge you 
to read books by people that have done studies and given their life and have, I want to encourage you to, you know, read books and do things that will help you gain this sense of self-acceptance. A lot of researchers out there that have dedicated their their lives and to, to teaching about self-love and self-acceptance. So I recommend books by the experts such as Brene Brown. She has a podcast, I believe, as well. But her focus is, her work centers around shame and courage and vulnerability. And then there's also Kristen Neff. And her work focuses on having and developing self-compassion. So there's some really great research in there that if you're looking to, you know, have a long-term unconditional feeling of self-love and acceptance for yourself, that that's kind of where I would start with books from, or audiobooks from Brene Brown and Kristen Neff, or just at least researching what, you know, what their research looks like. And then lastly, I want to talk a little bit about gratitude. Another thing that's going to be really helpful to loving your body after 40 and not waiting to love yourself is having gratitude for all that your body has done for you. You know, so often we punish ourselves for what our body doesn't do or what we perceive as somehow our body failing us. I talked a little bit about this previously. So often we punish ourselves for what we see as our body not doing what we want it to do or somehow our body failing us. We blame our body for things like menopause and aging, which are all part of the normal process. Or maybe we blame ourselves for like an illness or an injury that we received. But instead of punishing ourselves, you know, maybe start focusing on all that our bodies have accomplished and all that our bodies have let us achieve. Our bodies may have worked really hard creating a human, nourishing that human, and then helping us allow that child to be born. For others, our body may have helped us heal from an injury or some kind of illness that, you know, may have stricken us. Our bodies, let's appreciate our bodies and the strength of our bodies may have helped us get through that really tough workout or that hike that was so hard, but then we did it, not knowing that we could do it, but we did it. So maybe we think about our bodies and its strength. And instead of punishing our bodies, let's recognize that our bodies are strong and they allow us to move through life and experience it at its fullest. Because your body is part of you unconditionally. And why should you go through life just punishing yourself for it? So this idea of being grateful for what your body has done for you and what continues to do for you is a way, is a really great way of showing, of demonstrating self-love. It's by celebrating it. So I know all of this is, you know, especially the mindset piece of it. It's probably much more difficult than actually doing the behaviors to try to lose weight, like restricting your diet and exercising. The mental stuff is pretty difficult for most people, including myself. But I just want to reemphasize that you don't have to lose weight to start feeling good about yourself. You can start, you can choose to start having some self-love and self-acceptance and gratitude for what your body has done and what your body will continue to do, you can do that today. You don't have to wait. 
And in the interim, you can start taking tiny, very imperfect, consistent steps towards getting closer to the goal of self-love and gratitude and self-acceptance and just overall having a healthy lifestyle. So remember, it's not about making these big shifts all at one time. It's about starting where you're at. So it might mean just, you know, figuring out if there's any books that you like that could give you some sense of calmness and gratitude about what your body has done. It's not about being perfect, this whole self-care journey. It's just about being 1% better every day. So thanks for listening, guys. I'll see you next week. And remember to be kind to yourself. If you found value in this podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Being a busy woman or mom doesn't mean that we have to give up on our health, wellness, or self-care. Together, we can take tiny, imperfect steps towards creating the whole health we desire and deserve. You can find us at wholehealthempower.com or on Instagram at wholehealthempower. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week.